now let's move to the rights of spouses and children and formalities on transfer of land now the rights of spouses and children arise on two occasions on divorce and on death um, in divorce we talk about divorce implicita no separation because we do not have separation in ghana and on death we talk about whether it is testate or interstate did the rights arise when the man dies with a will which is testate or without a will which is interstate now when there's he dies testate uh, probate has to be given to the by the court when he dies interstate then pndc law 111 which is the interstate succession act applies now in article 22 a spouse of the 1992 constitution article 22 a spouse shall not be denied reasonable provision in the estate of another spouse so article 22 a spouse shall not be denied reasonable provision in the estate of another spouse the his or her spouse article 22 and it says parliament shall enact legislation on property rights of spouses that is article 22 which mandates parliament to enact laws on property rights of spouses Now let's go to section 47 of the Land Act. It says except as provided in subsections 3 and 4 of section 38 in the absence of a written agreement to the contrary by the spouses in a marriage a spouse shall not in respect of land right or interest in land acquired for valuable consideration during marriage a sell exchange transfer mortgage or lease the land right or interest in the land b enter into a contract for sale exchange transfer mortgage or lease of the land right or interest in the land c give away the land right or interest in the land intervivos that is whilst he is alive or d enter into any other transaction in relation to the land right or interest in the land without the written consent of the other spouse which consent shall not be unreasonably withheld so you cannot convey anything regarding the land without the consent of the other spouse section 383 however says that the law presumes that conveyances that are done in respect of property land housing is done in the name of both spouses section 383 so if you go and do a conveyance on land whilst you are married and you do it alone unless otherwise stipulated Section 383 presumes that you've done it in both your names. Section 384 also says that where contrary to section subsection 3 a conveyance is made on made to only one spouse that spouse shall be presumed to be holding the land or interest in the land in trust for the spouses unless a contrary intention is expressed in the conveyance. And we can see this in the case of Abrebrese verse and car 
Tego versus Idun, Mensa and Mensa, Akoto and Akoto. Uh, formalities for transfer of land. Section 34, 35, 36 of the Land Act 1036. These are the ones that talk about formalities for transfer of land. Now, 34 says that contract for transfer of land should be evidenced in writing and signed unless it is exempted. Let me, let me read it. It says that a contract for the transfer of an interest in land is not enforceable if the contract, the contract is not A, evidenced in writing, and B, signed by I, the person against whom the contract is to be proved, or I, I, a person who is authorized to sign on behalf of that person, or C, exempt under Section 36. Now, Section 36 gives the exemptions by operation of law by operation of the rules of equity relating to the creation or operation of resulting implied or constructive trusts by order of the court by will or interstacy by prescription by a lease for a term not exceeding three years whether or not the leasee is given power to extend the term by a license or profit other than a concession required by an enactment to be in writing or by oral grant under customary law and these are the ex ex exemptions to um, not having a contract um, of transfer of an interest in land written or signed so if you want to transfer land uh, it has to be signed it has to be written down and signed by one the person whom the contract is being given who is to be proven the person against whom the contract is to be proven or a person who is authorized to sign on behalf of that person right and they are saying that you don't need to write or sign if one it is by oral grant under customary law by license or profit under other than the concession by a lease for a term not exceeding three years, by prescription, by will or interstacy, by order of the court, by operation of the rules of equity, by operation of law. Right? Now, we are on the formalities for transfer of land. And we said this is in section 34, 35, 36 of Land Act 1036. We've read 34 and it says that a contract for the transfer of an interest in land is not enforceable if the contract is not evidenced in writing and signed. Okay, now 35 says that contract must be signed by the agent or that person whom the transfer is made. Okay. And 35.2 says, a transfer of an interest in land made in a manner other than that provided in this section does not confer any an interest on the person to whom the transfer is made. Okay. And uh, section 36.1 gives the exemptions that we talked about. Okay. Uh -huh. So, land can be given by oral grant which is section 36 1 h and the case in point is bruce versus quena grant of land takes effect when it is made 
and any document which is subsequently executed can only add to the transaction but cannot derogate from the transaction also in Benyak and Patel and others now there are other sections section 37 says that an oral grant of an interest in land under customary law may be recorded as specified in the first schedule or as near to that schedule as the circumstances permit two the record shall incorporate the essential features of the transaction sought to be effected be signed by the person making the transfer or by the lawfully authorized agent of that person for that purpose and c be certified by a registrar of a court or land registrar having jurisdiction within any part of the area to which the transaction relates that is section 37 1 and 2 then for this to to take effect there needs to be some recording and registration and this is in section 80 of the land act section 81 says that there are three systems for the recording and registration of land and interest in land provided under this act two the three systems are a recording of customary interests and rights by customary land secretariat b registration of instruments relating to land and c registration of title interest and rights in land and you know section 14 of the land act also talks about the customary land secretariat it says that 41 a stool or skin or clan or family that owns land shall in accordance with this act establish a customary land secretariat as prescribed by regulations made under this act for the management of its land two 14.2. The Lands Commission and the Office of the Administrator of Stool Lands shall collaborate in the establishment and performance of functions relating to a customary land secretariat under this Act. 14.3. The Lands Commission and the Office of the Administrator of Stool Lands shall provide technical and advisory services in the establishment of a customary land secretariat. 4. A customary land secretariat shall, at the end of every three months, submit to the Lands Commission and the Office of the Administrator of Stool Lands records of each transaction recorded by the customary land secretariat. 14.5. The records required under subsection 4 shall be in the form of prescribed shall be in the form prescribed in regulations made under this Act. 6. The Lands Commission and the Office of the Administrator of Stool Lands shall maintain a register of customary land secretariats. This is the customary land secretariat. And we see this in cases of Sashaku and David, Ahmed and Efriye, Nokwe Tetemam, Yogua and Ajikum. Okay? Now, the last thing we'll look at is section 97, 4, and 5 of the Land Act. 97 forces an application for registration of land or an interest in land jointly acquired for valuable consideration during marriage shall state the spouses in the marriage as the applicants unless a contrary intention is expressed in the conveyance. 5. Where only one of the spouses is stated as the applicant, the spouse shall be presumed to have applied in on behalf of that spouse and the other spouse unless a contrary intention is expressed in the conveyance. This brings us to the end of transfer of land 
may you pass your exams in jesus name amen